Mic check. Mike's doing fine. Ah, good to hear. Yes. Uh, he had that problem a while back when he got uh, turned to stone. <laughs> How do I start this? They call it rock dick. Yeah. I mean, just hang on. You're you're a couple steps ahead of me. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Carton Cast. My name is Ben. My name is Zane. And today is another non-standard episode of the Carton Cast, where I didn't want to put effort in, so I didn't. And yeah. joining me here for my uh, descent into uh, into laziness and unprofessionalism. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you, forget that. I really wish you'd put a shirt on. No, no, <laughs> no, not in the cards. You're lucky I'm not drinking my wine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I did. I didn't craft enough. Uh, didn't craft enough clothing to be able to make a full tunic. You require more minerals. You do require more <laughs> minerals. We're talking about Starcraft the anime. Oh my goodness. Uh, today we are talking about uh, Doctor Stone. Yeah, yeah, because uh, it's hard to go and watch something we don't want to right now, so we watched Dr. Stone, and uh, it's great, and here we are. Yeah, yeah, let's let's, let's talk a little bit about uh, our, I, I guess we can just start with the, you know, production, and then we can get into kind of how we came to it and why we like it. Yeah. Um, so, Dr. Stone has been running on Adult Swim, streaming on Crunchyroll and Funimation since 2019, uh, and it's based on a manga that ran in Shonen Jump starting in 2017, um, it was written by Riichiro Inagaki, uh, who is the manga author who wrote Eye Shield 21, the uh, football oh. manga. I, I respect the man- I respect Eye Shield 21 and have no interest in it. Yes. It, it is good sports uh, anime, uh, of which all sports anime are inferior to Hajime no Ippo and, Hi- and Haikyuu. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... We're, yeah. we're not, we're not, you know... We're not breaking any new ground here by yeah, saying not, that. We're not shocking anyone by saying Hajime no Ippo is the best shonen, <laughs> best sports shonen that will ever be. This is not a hot take. No. Um, but yeah, uh, Dr. Stone, we both came to it kind of separately. And yeah. I remember uh, about a year ago, that was like half of our like you know non-podcast conversations were like, oh, by the way, are you up with this? Wasn't that sick hype? <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's just Minecraft the anime. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a really interesting take. I, I actually remember being interested in it by watching uh, one of uh, Super Eye Patch Wolf's videos where he was talking about like what's going on in Shonen Jump. Mm-hmm. Here's this new anime where they're you know doing tech shit, mm-hmm. and it was so uh, interesting. And then when the when the anime came out, it, it all sort of exploded at once. Um, yeah, got huge. Yeah, um, so uh, we watched it. Uh, Christy and I watched it uh, as it came out the first season, um, and we watched the subtitled version. And then uh, we've recently, in expectation of the second season, started watching the dub, which is also very good. Yeah, I, I watched it originally in the dub, so I was I was already aware of how good the dub was. But mm-hmm. like, it, and it does it speaks to it probably speaks to its uh, exploding popularity that the dub is so good. Like we've said this, I don't know how many times, but like if a if a if a dub is good, you know the 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 show the show <laughs> tends to you know, the play, tends to play better in uh, Northern American audiences. Yeah, I mean, you, you pick the ones that you know are going to be good dubs to dub. There, that's just that's just good marketing. If Kyle Hebert had not played Kamina in Gurren Lagann, it would not have exploded nearly as successfully. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so much depends on a good localization. Um, 
particularly for those older anime like Cowboy Bebop, where like that was novel at the time. Mm-hmm. But now it's just sort of table stakes if you want to sell it to North America. Um, I'm, I'm nevertheless re- relieved that it is a good dub. Yeah, uh, and so like, and also like captures a lot of good personality that I didn't feel in the sub when I tried to watch a couple episodes in the sub. Sure, I can definitely see that. Uh, so yeah, good concept, good dub. Um, do we want to get into the specifics of why this is so effective, Let, or do we have other let's uh, figure preliminaries? The, I, I I want to talk about the concept itself. Yeah, because like uh, the, the the plot of it, for those who don't know, uh, or who just need a refresher course, is that humanity was turned to stone 3,700 years ago. Uh, a real big old nerd breaks out first and tries <laughs> to play Minecraft until he, you know, manages to uh, craft himself a mansion, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So he he's bootstrapping basically. Hmm. Um, it's, you know, you, you went through that pretty quick. It's a whole thing of like, okay, we need we're something vaguely mystical that affects everyone on Earth. Turn to stone. It needs to be long enough that, like, you can't rely on anything that survived. No books, no uh, uh, machinery. Everything is gone and has returned to nature. So it's, like, close to 4,000 years. Yeah. And one guy, this uh, high school kid, this, this scientist, uh, Senku, who is just a big old science nerd and mm-hmm. also like cocky but not a dick like he rides that balance very nicely it's such a refreshing uh spin on elitism mm-hmm. because like he he knows so much and he's such a big nerd and he like makes fun of people not for not knowing it but for just being it, not he, interested <laughs> yeah i guess so like i mean he doesn't uh you know he he kind of will remark on like how primitive everything is but he doesn't look down on anyone which mm-hmm. is is a vital component for us getting to like him cuz he's generally talking to and like you know mingling with the natives whom don't understand anything about science yeah if he was a big elitist dick about it it would be unwatchable yeah so so the things that are working in favor of this concept are um it's easy to follow um, because we all kind of understand, like intuitively, this nature of primitive technology. You can use modern know-how with whatever you just find lying around uh, to make things faster than our caveman ancestors did. That that much is true. I think there's also an element of. I think Simon Pegg said it best in Shaun of the Dead. Uh, Bertrand Russell once said. The only thing that will redeem mankind is cooperation or something to, to that yeah, effect. Yeah, yeah. So, um, the, the, the notion that Sanku can't do it on his own is so vital. Yes. He meets somebody, he, he figures out how to get brute force on his side. He finds somebody with brute force. He finds someone who can fight off, you know, in, invaders. He finds somebody who is who has gathered all the minerals in their general surroundings and knows where all the minerals are because he doesn't have access to, like, yeah. big stockpiles of coal or whatever. Yeah. He finds, you know, um, a, a, a pair of people who are, like, just, like, good brute force, you know, muscle for whatever. Like, he just finds a bunch of different people. He finds somebody who's, like, really good at detective work for yeah. whatever reason. He just finds a bunch of people with unique talents. It's very Star trek yeah, yeah. You know, like, the, the, the cooperation of humanity is what pushes the science forward. It's not all on the scientists. Certainly he's a necessary component, but he needs the cooperation of mankind in order to push forward his ideas. Yeah, I think that's actually a really critical part of the appeal. So, mm-hmm. we, you know, we've seen, like... Group, group project. We've seen the genius uh, character before, you know, the Sherlock Holmes, where... They're brilliant, but they're detached from humanity. They they think they can do it all themselves. Yeah, this he, is not a Sherlock Holmes. He says it again and again, like... 
one man didn't invent science. We build on all of humanity's progress over and over and over again. And I'm just cluing you guys into your birthright as humans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and uh, so the people that he finds and the people he manages to revive, because he figures out, figures out a way to revive people from their stone form, mm -hmm. um, he doesn't say no to anybody who's willing to help. And he says, everyone has their place here. Uh, we will use science. Everyone will contribute to it, and everyone will benefit from it. Which is like the uh, the, the kind of scientist... He's rejecting the science chauvinism that yes. has become emblematic of uh, that stereotype. And as a, uh, you know, as somebody who was in higher ed academia kind of stuff for a while, um, it's a big relief that uh, <laughs> that our main sciency character doesn't put on airs. Yeah, you know he he recognizes that everyone has a part to play and that he can't do it alone. That's the big part. Yeah. Is that he he relies so heavily on other people and he trusts them. Yeah. Is the thing. Yeah, he he thinks that they'll be good, um, and they are. One of the cutest scenes that in the entire thing is where um, Chrome, the kind of budding sorcerer of this native village that he finds. Yeah, he, he has the scientific instincts, but with none of the groundwork. Exactly, and he kind of takes him on as apprentice, almost. Mm -hmm. And there's a point at which, you know, they have to split up the labor because, like, there's a lot to do in order to meet this deadline. So he's like, I'll take this part. We'll get the other scientist on the other part. And he's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And it's just like, come on, man. You know what, you know what to do. Just throw what you learned at it. You, you've, you've got all the skills. You've got the know-how and the brain power. Just, just think it through, man. And that is is so cute and, and just very empowering. And he doesn't want to be a king on a throne. Yeah. He wants to help humanity. Like you said, he help humanity kind of gain its birthright back. Yeah. Uh, and I think, you know, they, they he does have weaknesses, right? He's not an unbelievable, like, Mary Sue. Mm -hmm. um, what he's able to do, you, you know... This is kind of how they always have a, a, a flaw in a character to make them relatable. For the scientist-type character, they make him unapproachable or hate humanity. For the, like, oh, she's... Or just a straight-up sociopath in the case of Sherlock Holmes. Right. And for, like, oh, she's a smart, funny, great woman. Oh, but she's clumsy. Like, that's the, that's the easy, like, flaw. If you're lucky, that's the flaw. <laughs> Sometimes he, it's just butterface. That's yeah. good enough. But here, like... He's good at science, he's good with people, he's good at management, but he's still, you know, a weakling in a Stone Age society. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he gets winded easily, and also just physical limitations. You can't do it all yourself. Yeah. Um, and I really, like, as someone who, you know, watched Survivor and read um, uh, Tunnel in the Sky, one of my favorite books, which is basically Survivor plus this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't realize that. I'll have to go back to it. Oh, cause... it's really good. Um, th this uh, generating society with... This is what we got lying around. <laughs> there's there's something, and you know, this is a post-apocalypse story. Mm -hmm. There is something very uh, appealing in the liberation of society breaking down. Mm -hmm. of, of all of our old structures are gone, and yeah. the world is your plaything, mm -hmm. more or less. And like, it can be scary if you play it like in the horror post-apocalypse way. But this is specifically one a, a story of adventure and innovation and and discovery. Yeah, like uh, it, I get the same feelings as I do playing Horizon Zero Dawn, with the caveat that that's also about uncovering the past. That that one, it mm. would be like, what if Doctor Stone was less about the crafting and more about figuring out 
the inciting event that caused oh, everything yeah. to become like this. Do some detective work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you mentioned post-apocalypse, and I never thought of it that way. But that's that. I mean, that is what it is. The apocalypse happened. Everyone died. Kind of. There, there's there's a lot of codifiers of a post-apocalypse that do not play here because of the way that we generally see them. It's so green. It is green. Nature has, you know, the the, the animals have returned. Nature is healing. <laughs> what what was it? The um, there was some. Uh, I don't remember what the what the article was. It was just a long time ago. I, I read it, and I don't know how like. I don't know how good of a source it was, but it said something to the effect of like if if uh, if mankind like just stopped fucking around with a particular location, that the forest would take it over in like ten years time, and it yeah. would like <laughs> like it, our our structures are although they're damaging while they're in place, they're incredibly flimsy and actually can't handle mm-hmm. uh, the encroachment of nature without constant maintenance. Right, which actually is a little bit comforting to me. In, yeah, you know, in 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 desperate times. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there there is a it is a post apocalypse. We're we're so uh, most of the post apocalyptia we imbibe is fallout or zombies. You know, it's yeah. it's all this dire humanity as at the brink kind of thing. Mm-hmm. This kind of is not that. There is an element of there is a a great threat that we are trying to overcome. None of the tone is there. No, the tone is we have work to do. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get on it. Yeah. To, to, there is a Time pro- for a barn raisin. There is a problem, and every problem can be solved with ingenuity and elbow grease. That's that, And that's the other part of it that is so satisfying, is yeah. that they take great pains to show that, and like, you know, if Mythbusters caught these guys, they would, uh, you know, take them <laughs> outside the barn to be whipped or something. <laughs> because they fail at basic rigor pretty hard. Yeah. They seem to get things almost immediately. But they'd go through the explanation of saying, we, we don't really know what we're doing. We have to follow the instructions. We got to do the actual lab work here. And also, we don't get it right the first time. Yeah. Like, uh, there's a couple of moments where that comes to the fore, like when they're making glass work. And Senku's like, I suck at this. I am not an artisan. <laughs> it took me months to make good clay pots. And, like, they have the flashback where it takes them a full year to, like, create, like, very modest you know, um, a, a very modest shack and a couple of stone spears. And, like, it, he's not very good at the yeah. actual implementation process. Yeah, I mean, no matter what your plan is or how good it is or good your materials and starting location... Trial and error. You're starting location in civilization terms. You're, you know, look, watch the uh, YouTube channel Primitive Technology. Yeah. Where the guy just spends day after day making bricks from clay to make his house uh-huh. <laughs> his uh-huh. little house in the wood and you're like why and if you ever have <laughs> tried to make a fire like it's not easy mm-hmm. you don't you and it and like even if you have the right tool like his like little uh you know fire starter thing which i know that somebody's gonna get upset at me with uh ulysses would be tearing my hair out right now what the name of the thing yeah it's like a bunting tool or something i can't remember what it it's is it's like a bow on its side that you turn to make yeah, fire yeah, yeah it's just like way strong right uh or, or can't do consistent like back and forth rubbing motions or whatever yeah but the the, the point is like uh the, the point is they they go through the pains of showing this is hard work <laughs> and we don't we kind of don't know what we're doing here we're, we're guessing we're guessing based on like Senku has nothing except for textbooks. He was never like in the Boy Scouts or whatever, and knows no. how to make a fire. He, he doesn't. He doesn't know how to do anything. It's very he, awesome. He read about it. He knows that it should work. Mm-hmm. He just has to keep trying. Yeah. Uh, and it is like the the best of Shonen, where you see the character practicing again and again. You know. Oh yeah. You, you don't getting a little better each day. time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it's really great. The 
the philosophy of using science to improve people is opposed by the primary antagonist. So mm-hmm. this is Tsukasa. I think what you mean to say it is uh, opposed by the primary antagonist, strongest primate high schooler. Yes. <laughs> Said multiple times in full seriousness with That's, no jokiness. <laughs> that was what they called him for some reason. It's so funny. It, they're like, okay, we need to get across this guy. I know strong. you. You're strongest primate high schooler, <laughs> Sukasa, aren't you? Dun dun. Because, like, if you don't say that he's a high schooler, we would never believe it. And you have to say strongest because there could be other primate <laughs> high schoolers. Yeah. And I don't guy, know what the championships were like. I don't know who so, came out on top. So Senku has to revive this guy. Senku figures out, um, you know, a. a, a chemical that can be used to revive people from their petrification it takes him a while but he gets it mm-hmm. uh he uses it to cure this guy because you know he's running for his life and he needs a buff guy to take out the wild animal threats mm-hmm. this guy has a different view he's not like let's use science to bring the world back to the way it was he said the way the world was sucked uh adults were shitty they you know capitalism bad and therefore we should destroy all the statues kill all the adults and revive only the young and pure-hearted point of order it is not that he hates science it is that he has a different philosophy on how governance should function and like who should be revived and senku's weapon happens to be science it's not like a pro-science versus anti-science thing it is sort of like a brawn versus science thing but only incidentally the actual clash is in the ideals of of who they should revive I don't know about that, because he, he certainly could have let Senku continue with his science, gotten some of the nice bits of modern living, and then killed him. Like, I, I kind of doubt that. <laughs> like, I don't think that it, in a world where you are up against the greatest scientist there ever was in a high school, uh, you don't give him time to prepare. You know? like, I, <laughs> it's I think, like Batman. You don't want to. Exactly. Like, I'm... Can you imagine, like, it, it, yeah, it's exactly like the the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. So you've figured out that uh, the most strongest person in the world who has a penchant for beating up criminals uh, are the same person, and your plan is to blackmail this person? <laughs> like, you can't try to exploit Senku for labor and expect him not to run with it. Right. You know? But on the other hand, Tsukasa, you know, so, so uh, basically there's a falling out, uh, and Senku has to go on the run, and Tsukasa uses what he learns from Senku to revive more people, mm-hmm. only the f- strongest uh, survival of the fittest in the way yeah, that, the chads. It, that doesn't actually work. All yeah, of the chads. Just the ch- it's like the like the hundred brawniest people and a couple beautiful women, and That's then it. like one guy who he knows is tricksy and can be <laughs> <laughs> used against Senku. This, guy, this guy's lithe and smirking. He's probably a spy. But like they never bother to try and improve their standing in life. Like They don't want to use science. He, he does see it as like, this is a pure world. We are a superior class of human being. I am strongest primate Hitler. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to jump right there. The Ubermensch. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, that's how it comes across, because he's just, like, killing everyone who's not worthy. And, like, the plan falls apart on the face of it, because it's like, we're only going to revive the young and pure-hearted. And it's like, okay, if you want to only revive the young, who, like will understand how to revive other people and their parents as statues will be right there next to them. How are you going to tell who's pure-hearted? <laughs> yeah. It, You're going to walk around and see who's stuck with a smile on their face in, for you know, I, 4,000 years? Let, let's try to come to a happy medium here. Let's say that the idea behind not embracing science is that, since, is that science represents the accumulated wisdom of humanity and therefore also 
represents the accumulated evils and prejudices of humanity. Mm. So, like, accepting all of the baggage from the old world would, un- would like, accepting the, the advances from the old world carries along the baggage. Sure. But Tsukasa is very willing to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yes. I guess is the, is one of the ways to put it. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I think, you know, you could do, like, a character analysis and say that he, um, you know, he, he naturally wants to be in a world where his skills are better suited. You know, he was this oddity and maybe, like, this, uh, you know, sports champion or whatever, but... You know, he wasn't king of all his domain. You know, it's not the Sukasa Empire. He reads as someone more idealistic, but only because this is a fucking shonen anime. Yeah, they're, they're, they're all warrior. like this. They're also like they're all like that. They never have like uh, selfish means. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this high schooler beat up a lion with his bare hands. Just punched it to death. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, that that's the main. Um, conflict uh they each have allies on their side but we spend most of our time with senku as he discovers that there is in fact one village of uh humans who you know just evolved through the years rather than uh return from the stone Mm -hmm. which is uh not how it works but we will ignore that (laughs) yeah there's there's they they jump through some hoops to make it like believable if you squint yeah and uh they kind of expect you to stop at the squinting like it's it's considered rude to try to poke holes in it after a certain point, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, these are table stakes. You, you believe just... <laughs> you believe the premise, then you're gonna have a good time. Yeah, I mean, if I'm willing to believe that you know everybody turned to stone all at once, etc. Fine, but um, you know, it, if you have a, a population of human beings of less than a couple thousand, they're not gonna they're like the genetic diversity is not there to to last them. And if it was, they would have more than fifty people by the end of it. I don't know, man. Uh, I, I don't know how I don't know how society functions in a primitive capacity. Maybe they don't. It's a load of bullshit, but we ignore it. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but it 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 the, the the village does kind of give this us this necessary kind of thematic bolstering of Senku's argument, which is that like people don't trust science. Mm-hmm. Um, people are are resistant to change, and you need to make that argument for them by showing them the benefits of that change. It is yeah. not nearly enough. It's not merely enough to argue it. You have to show them that it works. Yeah, it's kind of like you know you're arguing on the internet. It's not enough to just say I am a scientist. I know more about this than you. You are dumb. You have to like explain how it connects to their actual lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the basically. We, we kind of jump between segments in this show where there's a couple of episodes where he's just bootstrapping. He's making new technology and he's exploiting the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. Or he's acquiring new materials to make the technology. What I really love is the very... Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, what I really love is the very uh, deliberate goals on each of these arcs. Mm-hmm. They're like... Our main goal is this. This is why. This is the thing that could not possibly exist in the stone world. Here's the roadmap. <laughs> this, this is how we're going to do it. we got to figure all these pieces out. Yes. Come and, along for the ride. Yeah, and he'll say, and he'll put together, like, these little uh, blueprints, and he'll say, okay, uh, using only what we have around us, we need to make gas masks. And you're like, okay, walk me through this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Convince me that this can happen. Yeah. And luckily they revived that one guy who happened to be... They convert that one guy from Tsukasa's army so that mm-hmm. Senku has somebody to talk to who, like, knows how fucking crazy it is that he's <laughs> trying to make an electromagnet <laughs> by catching lightning. Yes. Um, 
And the other half of the episodes are sort of this uh, application phase, right? We've we built up the cool thing, now we have it, now we're using it for this actual uh, conflict. Because mm-hmm. if you were only doing the science part, I could see that getting old um, a little fast, because if, if there's nothing slowing that progress down, you're basically just a, a YouTube series telling me, like, how to make stuff. <laughs> like, right. how, like a How Stuff Works channel. Yeah, I think that, like, people becoming enraptured with Senku's philosophy on science is cool is one of the big emotional payoffs. Yes. You know, like, Suika getting glasses so that she can see well yes. for the first time not only kind of uh, gives us a additional motivation to develop glasswork, but it also like shows the mundane applications of why science is awesome in every everyday life. Yeah, these people might not be, uh, uh, they might not believe you when you tell them that uh, this guy from thousands of years ago is coming to kill you, uh, and they might not see the immediate benefit of uh, we're going to make magnets. But if you make them a nice bowl of ramen, that's the cutest. I love that. That's <laughs> how they start, and, and it's like they're, that's why they start with that one. Yeah, because it's like a, it's like just immediate. Yeah. Like, this is great. Better, we, I know how to make better food than you're used to. <laughs> so. Because I've heard of a spice. Yeah, yeah, I know what spices are. <laughs> I love the uh, the meme where it's just like, what we think our ancestors would be impressed by, and you like hold up a cell phone or show them a plane or something, what they would actually be impressed by, and it's just like a full spice cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what he basically does is uh, give them science propaganda. Yeah. Here, I'm, I'm not just telling you how I'm going to improve your life. I'm going to do it. And then you're going to work for me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more or less. Uh, oh, yeah, you're a cool warrior. Bet you would love a silver tip on uh, your spear to make it look cool. I kind of need you to come with me because that's our, that's our sulfuric acid detector. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, boy, you didn't tell them this from the start, did you? Yeah, I mean, like, he, he's not, a, I mean, he's not, um... He's not above lying to get his way, mm-hmm. but it's it's it. Well, it's not really lying. It's more just like he's covering up the truth with the hard work. He's covering up the hard work with the the cool gadgets that come out of it, which is a necessary. Like you need to be able to buy into that to participate in science in the scientific method. He's what we call objective focus. <laughs> yes, <laughs> goal oriented. He's a real up and comer. I really like the way that they in universe describe him as like this is an other being like this. <laughs> he's, his priorities are not human priorities. Yeah. Um. Somebody's like, wow, he's so nice, and everyone's like, you don't know this about him yet. He, he's not nice. He doesn't really care. <laughs> he's good. He's kind. He's good. He's not nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he doesn't. He doesn't care whether he doesn't care about your feelings. All he cares is whether or not you're useful. It's just how he is. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a weird like meritocracy kind of thing. It's saying mm-hmm. like. We have we have room for everyone as long as they're useful, mm-hmm. um, which you know he sees people as numbers. That, that's fine. Here. He, sees num- <laughs> he sees people as number numbers and muscle. Like yeah. it's it's very. How can I make more science pop out? Yeah, which makes him a fun character to like just dissect because he's very inhuman in a lot of ways. He's also great to look at. Like he made. His, Let's talk like, about the design. Primitive lab coat out of like a deer. Skin. As soon as I saw <laughs> when I first uh, shout out to my friend Devin, whom I first watched this with a few episodes of it, um, and we both cracked up when we saw the E equals MC squared on his lab coat, like. <laughs> They didn't explain where that came from. It was just like this very well-written E equals MC squared on a lab coat, and he made it out of question mark, question mark, question mark. We have no idea how that got there. It's... 
Yeah, we do see a flashback at one point where he just like bites his thumb and writes it in his own blood. Yeah, he, he's he's doing a he's summoning like, jutsu I, for I, these letters. I can't forget. This is very important. This is very good important. Old, good old Einsteiny. And they 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 put the picture of Einstein with his tongue sticking out. Yes, which is a very good meme. Yes. Yeah. It's like Shakespeare with the earring. It's like, oh, this is the photo you used for me. What was the Shakespeare one? Was it like the? I can't remember which it's one just, it was. It's just a normal portrait of a dude, but it's a dude from the 1600s with a big fancy earring and some doublets. Nice. I mean, uh, yeah, that works. That um, plays. Yeah, and the thing that's really exciting, you know, he, he walks us through, he explains how all this is working, to pump up music, often. Um, and um, I lost my train of thought. That is okay. Let me try the a new thing. Yeah. Yeah, so Senku is one of the great kind of character designs in this. Uh, there's a lot of questionable choices. I'm not in, a, a huge fan of how women are generally portrayed, both they're, garb and they're quite, proportions. You know, they're quite natural. Yeah, they they got they have breastuses. They're curvy. Yeah, they're 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 very curvy, and all the dresses have like weird like this, leg slits, like yeah. they're at the club, and it's like <laughs> very distracting. And all the dudes are buff as hell. The dudes are, are not only buff but monstrous on Sukasa's yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. In, <laughs> in case you didn't understand the premise, Sukasa's not even that bad. But the guys that he decided to bring back with him, who are just it's, like a lot of it is very just beer like kegs covered in arms. Uh, it, a lot of it is very anime as a pejorative. Yeah. Uh, about it, like Sukasa's got like these living Medusa dreadlocks of, mm. of some sort. Though. Like there, there's no way it would be it would look like that. Gin has like that yin yang hair with yeah. like a half white, half black, and like his garb is all kinds of ridiculous. I don't know why his garb's you know it is purple. Like he he certainly <laughs> didn't have access to indigo. Well, he I got don't... sent on a, on a you know some no. mission. He's like I need. If I'm going to do this risky thing for you, I'm going to need something in return. Sukasa doesn't have purple clothing. You can grow indigo. <laughs> okay, fine, but Japan's temperate. But like, they're all very like anime protagonist designs, and it works because they're all either cavemen or revived specifically because of how buff they were. I, I like how they look. It doesn't make sense in it doesn't make sense ludically with you know the the, the world that we're in. They yeah. wouldn't have that kind of garb. They would all be in kind of like you know. Uh, you know, leopard skins or pelts or or you know, mundane textiles without coloring. Yeah. yeah. Like they would be like in these like homespun, you know, gray like smocks more than anything else. They yeah. they would not have the garb that they do. They look they look fine. I'm less interested in the clothing as I am in like the um the interpretation. Like yeah. the, the 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 ways that the anime the ways that the animation interprets their uh, facial features, their expressions, the the moments of uh, triumph, the moments of defeat, all of like the little emotional cues in their expressions are uh, some of it is like pretty stock standard anime stuff, like cat smiles and you know mm-hmm. the the carrot uh, carrot eyes for when someone's like happy or pleased yeah, with she's themselves, bashfully happy. Mm-hmm. There and like you know the the the, the luminescent blush when yeah. someone gets a compliment because mm-hmm. that's how that's how Japanese people work as I understand it you compliment them and they get horny yeah well the lights on the side of their eyes you know right park up they they've got like those cheek Pikachu cheek pouch like uh, shimmer repositories glands. yeah anyway use use thunderjolt anyway um 
that is like some of it is like the kind of standard anime stuff where it gets fun is when they kind of break away from that Mm. there's one particular thing that they do when everybody is like displeased with a result and it'll show all of them in kind of 2d grayscale like it actually gave me a lot of like um golden boy vibes Mm. of just like the very different ways that a person's face can be interpreted Mm -hmm. uh or 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 mob psycho you know like they have different uh levels of expression or or like i mean mob psycho or one punch man where like it can look pretty hyper detailed or it can look like incredibly flat and dumb yeah yeah and like the dumb flat stuff distinctly not an anime style that does not look cool or good (laughs) in the real sense but i I think it kind of plays yeah there's moments where senku is making uh uh you know some toxic chemicals because they're on the road to making a different chemical and he's just like man this stuff's really nasty he's like huddled in a so good. he's like huddled in a corner yeah, with he looks like, like a gremlin yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but everybody normally just like regular style looks really good um you know because the people who revive from stone form have these awesome crags in their faces and bodies mm-hmm. um just this little extra bit of definition that um was a good stylistic choice yeah, uh, I it is it is helpful as a reminder and also like uh, yeah I just think it's just a, a fun bit of character design, mm-hmm. like um and they they all kind of have them in a different place. I think that uh, Gin has one like kind of over the eye or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Harry Potter one. lightning bolt, or you got your symmetry, or you know. Yeah, it, it yeah the blemishes mean character mm-hmm. in, in this world. Uh, one model in particular I have to point out, which is um, Kohaku, uh, the sort of uh, warrior prince priestess here um her eyes are really far apart. real far apart yeah she's a she's a cephalopod to like a, to like a <laughs> you know how code lyoko like their foreheads were big that's what it is for the eye distance in this one yeah she's got eyes for a lyoko right there yeah uh, she's like she's like one of those fish that like with the fish eye lenses so that they can see in like 180 degrees or whatever <laughs> Uh, that's that's her eyes. That, that's the genetic drift that we were talking about. Yeah, and I, I don't inherently hate the design on her, but like it could be better. It, it's again, it's not the character design; it's the it's the expressions yeah, that I, I really think, gave it. To I think me. her design might have been taken directly from Chrono Trigger. Like it's, <laughs> it's very close to a Marl or something, Isla or an Isla. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do like uh, her relationship with Senku. She's kind of uh, dangled as a love interest, kind of. Like, she doesn't re- really understand everything he does, but she knows that he's good for the village. I never saw her as a love interest. No? No, not, not I mean, like, not even really a, um, like, it, not even like a, uh, what, what's the word? Uh, red herring, I don't even think. Yeah. Like, I, I think that... It's it's not a show that works on love interests. Not for not for the main character, which, no. Which by the way, that's that's very um refreshing for a shonen. Like I can count on two fingers the number of people <laughs> who have love interests in in this show. It's Taiju and Yazuriha, which yep. I I love that dynamic. That's very cute. That's where the leg slit dresses problem starts and never stops. <laughs> in like episode by episode three we're doing that all the time. Just get ready for a, a, a woman at the club kind of just walking around in the wilderness for most of the day yeah uh and then there's um there's chrome uh and his attraction to Ruri, who yeah. has that dress problem but is also a priestess archetype so it's yeah. like even more roll my eyes i've seen this a million times kind of stuff like this does have tropes that i kind of hate mm-hmm. in it yeah. it's just that the crafting is fun and like the pacing of it is good and like the way 
it's the uplifting tone that accompanies the crafting yeah it's um every time there's like a new crafting thing like you said there's like a, a bombastic triumphant music thing behind it too it tells like it's senku's common catchphrase get excited you should find this cool and here are all the reasons and here's some good like music some independence day pump up music mm-hmm. to help you feel that like, and i feel it every time like any good anime that has you know like a sports anime it makes you want to do the thing you know um I don't know if you ever looked into it. I recommended once uh, "Humanity Fuck Yeah." Like you, you have you have recommended this at me. Yeah, yes. this is this is a clear example of it. Where just like, oh yeah, I mean, we did a lot of war crimes and genocides and stuff, and there were some uh, questionable decisions along the way about whether or not we could use chemicals uh, in warfare. But man, we made light bulbs, and that's sick. Now we did <laughs> steal the idea from Tesla, but. <laughs> But he also counts. Yeah, you know, he's human, we think. Yeah. We're pretty sure. Man, imagine. Um, oh God, I lost my train of thought now. Um, so Taiju and Yuzuriha, mm-hmm. um, they are his uh, friends, kind of the first people he revives uh, after awaking because he trusts them. He knows that they are skillful at what they do. Uh, he, he gets Taiju first because he's like, I need somebody with energy to catch me some food because I'm it's, dying. Here. Yeah, it's taking me all of my effort wait all of my waking effort just to keep myself alive Mm -hmm. and then taiju who like remained conscious through the whole time because he was just pining so hard for this girl because for love yeah um and then once they're together like and and they have to split up um you know kasenku has to go off on his own taiju and yuzuriha at some point are like oh no we're in an anime aren't we because <laughs> everybody else is like super strong or super smart or super skilled and they're just like we're just doing the best we can right here well they, they get by because of their devotion to senku who clearly has you know he's, he's, clearly, he's got enough for all three of them you know yeah I mean. he's got his eye on the ball yeah he, he knows what what to do and i find the character of taiju extremely sweet and i was Annoyed when, like, you know, I, we just did, ended up not seeing him for a great majority yeah. of, the, of the first season. Hopefully, it's a, it's he'll a come bit back of a bait and switch one. there. <laughs> it is an extreme bait and switch because he's the first character we see mm-hmm. uh, before Senku kind of takes center stage. The the moment that got me and Devin when we were watching it was uh, in the dub when they meet Sukasa and Senku's like, "I'm the brains. This is Taiju, the simple one." And Taiju very sincerely <laughs> puts his hand out and says, "Hi." I'm the simple one. <laughs> and I'm just like, this This, this dub just knows what he's doing. It like just, he gets it. Yeah. It, not only does he get it, like, the, the tone is, like, so clear uh, in, in in the telling. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gesturing a lot with my hands here because I can't articulate the specifics of why mm. I like this so much. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the characters in the village are also uh, pretty cool. Like, uh, I mentioned Kohaku. She's, like, a warrior woman. Uh, they, they find, like, this old craftsman who is like taking he's so into the science thing because he gets to do fun new crafts that he's never had a chance to do like glass blowing there's this really cute thing where uh senku uh says okay here's the next project we're doing we're making a fucking cell phone get excited (laughs) and you're like there's no way (laughs) first of all there's like two teams of people some of them are like 
I don't really get it. I don't understand. How is this going to help us? They're like they're very like skeptical about it. They're reasonably so. Yeah, reasonably skeptical about it. And then the then there's uh, the craftsman and the you know the the, the, sor- the sorcerer of it, and their wide eyed enthusiasm. They're like yeah yeah yeah, and then this will go here, and they're like just way <laughs> into it. They're so pumped. I made a water wheel. It's sick. Watching Kasaki get excited about shit that he's going to make is like one of the treasures of this yes of this show. <laughs> and and he I'm there for all of. And Sengu's like, I need you to do this. And he's like, I'll do it. But I want one of those things that you gave him. And he's like, one of the... Oh, yeah. And then they just high five. <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't know what that is. He, he pays and high fives. As, as far as they know, that could be a gesture of intimacy where yeah, Sengu uh, comes from. I just know that this guy brought verve into my life again. And I want some. <laughs> um, and then there's also some dickheads in, uh, in the village. You know, you got Magma and uh, his buddy... I want to say that it's just Gaston and LeFou. I think it's Mantle is, yeah. the, is the name for it. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it, it's not a clean, you know, ascent to victory. There's a lot of roadblocks along the way. He kind of has to, um, you know, uh, uh, politic and, and glad hand a lot of the people in the village. But by the end of the season, not to spoil, but we've already spoiled a lot, He's got a a town of people who are willing to do his bidding. Willing to die for him. The Kingdom of Science versus the Sukasa Empire. Brains versus Braun. They set up season two very nicely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, And that's what's coming out right now. Yeah. So, um... Uh, where, where do we want to go from here? Do you want to, like, uh... A little bit into the backstory, because they they do a really interesting thing here with, uh, Senku's dad. Uh, I find this incredibly inane and I don't care about it at all. It wasn't as interesting to watch, but I think it was, um, like, the concept was good. Like, if I was reading a book and then they aired the parts of this out of order, I think I would enjoy it a bit more. Um, basically... Give me, uh, give me the hard sell. <clears throat> okay. So, you know how everybody on Earth turned to stone? Yeah, I've seen the papers, yeah. Well, what if <laughs> not everybody was on Earth? Dun, 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 astronauts. It's always astronauts whenever there's a cataclysm. Mm-hmm. Like, it happened in Why the Last Man. Um, I'm sure it's happened in, like, zombie survival stuff. Uh, there's always, what about the astronauts? Yep. And one of the astronauts is, is Senku's dad. And we see a couple of episodes where it's the, the astronauts and Senku's dad back on Earth trying to figure out what to do in this stone world. And they're like, okay, we can't let the things we've learned die. How do we help Senku for when he comes back with what we have now? Not just surviving on our own, but building stuff that will last long enough for him to take advantage of it. Knowledge that we can pass down. And that's kind of cool in concept. I agree. It's, it's The slow. knowledge that we can't pass down kind of way? Yeah. I mean, like, the, the idea that even Senku, who is the ultimate self-starter, needs a little help from his friends sometimes. I, uh, needs I, a little help from the past. I wasn't really Shoulders hurt. of giants. I wasn't really hurting for that. Like, it's already apparent mm-hmm. in, the, in the telling, you know? Yeah. Like, he's already relying on his friends. His main challenge is getting a, st- a steady workforce, a bunch of people who will help him in his science project. There's, there, it's, it's apparent through the telling of the rest of the story. It is a little padded toward the end, I guess. And um, I just, like, imagine this. Uh, the village is just some fucking village that's there. There were a few people who didn't get turned to stone, and they, they, they you know, they regressed, or, you know, they didn't uh, have the tools to keep up, and they didn't weren't able to pass down the science or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's already there. They're already descended from, yeah. you know, the from from people 4,000 years ago. Like, what what's the problem with just making them... 
Oh, this is this is part of your uh, prophecy problem. Like, why, why does it have to be his dad? <laughs> too, too coincidental. Exactly. Yeah, that's the problem. Is yeah. it? And this is one of those shonen things where every it's like one of the fucking great expectations bullshit. Where like every <laughs> every proper noun has to know every other proper noun in the in the biblical sense. Yeah, I, I, I guess I can see your point there. Yeah, it just it adds very little to me for Senku's dad to literally have a hand in Senku getting the solutions he needs. First of all, Senku's the first per- first person who break out of the stone. That is perfectly self-contained within his arc. He was thinking for the entire 4,000 years and that it weakened the stone because E equals MC squared because he wanted to make sure that he kept track of time because starting in the springtime was necessary. Yeah. That's all very well self-contained. That's very clever. That's one coincidence, right? Or yeah. that, 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 that's... No, one coincidence is just a point of data. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, uh, points, of freedom of movement. What's the what's the term? I, degrees I don't know. of freedom. Degrees of freedom. Yeah, uh, degrees of freedom equals one. It, so him, somebody would have to break out first. It makes sense that the guy who was obsessed with science would want to get started on his Minecraft server. Yeah, like it, he, he wanted to get started. <laughs> oh boy! But there was time now. There, there will be where there will have been time then. <laughs> so it makes sense that he would be the first person to break out. Okay, put that aside. He gets to the village. This village exists for a reason. Yes. I don't care what the fucking reason is. Because even in the lore, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So let's just say it happened. Let's yeah. just... Oh, they were underground. Fine, fine. They're mole people. Um, <laughs> everyone had amnesia, so they don't remember science, so now they're living in dirt huts. It's it's like in Futurama. Like I was, I was uh, cleaning out the pool at the time, so I was, uh, I was underwater when <laughs> yeah. the apocalypse happened. It matters almost not at all how this... This village is here. We learn that the village had a direct tie to Sanku's dad. Tell, tell me in isolation why that matters to Sanku once he has... He only comes to this revelation after he has already inherited the village because of some bullshit, like, yeah, no, arms race it, it's, thing. It's, it's not strictly necessary, but then again, I think the village is not strictly necessary. I think it's better. I think the anime is better because there's a village and it's not just hey, me and my buddies, we're making whatever tools we can. I think that's a different anime, and it could still be good. I like the idea of this science man has to convince other people that science good. Yeah. That, that's the core message there. So I don't think the the family ties is, is super necessary, but it does lead to a few like emotional payoff moments that I really liked. I, th- I think it is counterproductive because we are we're in a space where... Um, all we have to go on is this one guy's... Uh, idea of like this is the world that was i'm gonna help you bring it back Mm -hmm. and it's a complicating factor to also have somebody from the other side pushing the door in as senku's like pulling it open Mm -hmm. it just it it um it implies like an intelligent design to the world that i i'm not into or a less hopeful you can't escape the past message Eh, not even that more like we we can't make progress without somebody seeding, somebody pushing, somebody pushing the yeah. Yeah, it, it just seems very unsanku to need that. I guess. Do, do you need an explanation for why people turn to stone? No. Yeah, you'd be fine with that. No, I don't think I need one. Yeah, I think they'll probably get around to that in like the third season. They got to do the Stone Wars. That's the second arc, from what I can tell. Mm-hmm. Is uh defeating Sukasa's empire of strength somehow i don't particularly care how it happens it's gonna be sick hype yeah i don't know why you couldn't have just made guns i feel like that was <laughs> that's a no-brainer that that yeah that if i was a person who was nitpicking uh, uh let, let's let's assume the insane here and say that i was a person who nitpicked causal details in my cartoons um, Put yourself in this strange world. <laughs> uh, you, you know, this is the time before glasses, so I can't squint that hard. <laughs> uh, 
like that that's clearly like one of those causal details is that dr stone just says the, the here here's here's a starting point mm-hmm. they can revive people we can't but we have science and we're willing to embrace it those are the, the those are the that's the parameters the, these are the parameters these are your givens you can't have new givens work with what you have mm-hmm. gunpowder doesn't exist for you don't don't think about it you don't get it you don't you don't, you don't get to have it it didn't start out in your uh, starting colony you know yeah. you didn't have the resources nearby um yeah it so like i i accept that there's no gunpowder even though it's like logically inconsistent with the fact that he made fucking medicine for pneumonia and couldn't figure out gunpowder <laughs> antibiotics antibiotics yeah so I, I do kind of like that Sanku is like we can't just not we, we can't just win we have to win without bloodshed we're doing a we're doing a pacifist run <laughs> doing a pacifist run on this Minecraft only I kind of like it Fox Final Destination no yeah. items <laughs> um, yeah let's talk about some of the cool inventions he does because um, this is sort of the heart of, of the matter. And, and seeing him do it and figuring out how to do it is kind of what's engaging. But just to give a taste of what he does. there's a, Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. Um, because it usually, in addition to being necessary on his roadmap and also cool in isolation, but potentially useful for the village, there is usually a message about science that comes in that is very cool and good. Mm-hmm. For example, he has to make a generator. Not clear why he needs to do it at the time, but he says, hey, I need one. We're going to need electricity in order to help us synthesize antibiotics. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to need a generator, which means we need a strong magnet, which means we need to catch lightning on this <laughs> iron bar with copper wrapped around it. And then he goes into saying, not only do we need this for this particular purpose, it's going to help us make light bulbs, and that's going to make society better. And not only it does it have a direct utility in the plot, and have a secondary utility for the civilization that we're making better. Here's some fucking cool backstory <laughs> about a time that some other scientist did that. Because all I'm doing is piggybacking off his shoulders. <laughs> I'm, I'm stealing from the best. I'm stealing from the best. Yeah, exactly. And he does that almost every time. Like yeah. when they make katanas. Yes. <laughs> and they're like, listen, we, there was actually a really cool case about this where people made katanas and the crystalline structure of the katana was done after two times pounding it with the uh, mallets. We don't actually have to do 10 like they used to do before they understood the crystalline structure. So like, yep. every little bit of it is like, they give you the reason, the secondary application, and some cool backstory. They just, they mm-hmm. tell you all of the wa- ways in which the science is cool. And and they also say, like, like you said, we're reaching toward this end goal. We need A to get to B to get to C. But A on its own is also a benefit to society in the way that science actually does. It's it's the tech tree. <laughs> yes, exactly. And like, you know, oh, we funded the space program that gave us computers. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. call, NASA. <laughs> Good, way, way to go. Way to go, you bunch of nerds. Bunch of nerds. Yeah, that's every element of this show uh, tells you the refrain of it, which is get excited. Mm-hmm. They they tell you you should be excited by this. And then they show you why it is exciting in from multiple different lenses. Yes. It's cool because uh, this gives us a power boost over the vastly superior army that we're up against. It's cool because it makes our lives better. And it's cool in and of itself. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and if it was one or two of those, I don't think it would be as powerful. The fact that they feel the need to comment on all of these different ways that it's cool is 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 really the helpful part. Yeah, and despite the fantastical nature and the fact that you absolutely would not have cell phones as your uh, like on your priority sheet. <laughs> I don't know why they decided to do that, but whatever. <laughs> just it's for no reason. 
reason. <laughs> um, the uh, the 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 groundedness of it, the the blueprints that he does, where it's like, oh, you could make this from what we have here. There, there's one time where he's doing a bunch of like chemistry stuff. He's like, we combine these and we get this molecule, we get that molecule, we add the acid, we add the base, and I and, and it's all in one single point. And and Chrissy has a picture of me with this screen frozen with the whole diagram in front of it and I'm just like okay yep yep and then that Adam goes oh yep yep that chemically makes perfect sense and I'm here for it really yeah they they they, they, they showed did their, their homework they did yeah. their homework it's it's beautifully done um they and and like they make you see the beauty in things that you take for granted so like pulleys i don't think about pulleys ever but when you see him move a tree trunk that's like 10 times his weight by attaching like pulleys that he makes there on the spot out of other trees. Yeah, other trees and, 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 and dirt and bamboo. Yes. And it's, it's just good. It's good in a number of ways. The dub of the character Senku being like very into it mm-hmm. and, and talking about it idiomatically, like this is a compound pulley made by Archimedes, and it makes a skinny high school nerd like me as strong as Hercules. The confidence without being a dick. <laughs> he, he doesn't have a... He, there's no doubt in his mind that it's going to work. <laughs> He's just like, I'm going to be making cell phones in a month. Yeah. This is child's Get play. Get excited. Get excited. For fuck's sake, he better be excited. So like that that's one part of why that moment is cool. The other part about it, which I think we haven't really mentioned yet, is the application of music. Mm. I don't know if you remember this part at that moment in the episode, but that is when the like that is when the feet that that's when the the song kicks off. That weird hip hop kind of song. Oh yeah, yeah. The is like, like <laughs> science. I gotta look this thing up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what put it in. <laughs> I don't know what that one is, but it's like. <laughs> it's a, there's something like really awesome and bopping about it, and it like he says like. Make a skinny high school like nerd like me as strong as Hercules. The compound pulley, and then jumps and falls in slow motion while you start to see the pulley spin yes. up and work, and the tree coming off, and the music is hitting that crescendo <laughs> at that exact moment. There's something about a good speech combined with awesome music for the occasion that gives me shivers up my spine. Yeah, and like this is this is the equivalent of like. Goku's like I've practiced. I've I've hit Super Saiyan. Yeah, but he's like doing a pulley. He's using yeah. pulleys, <laughs> and, and it's great. And it's also not like that epic Hans Zimmer stuff. It's like it's scaled back to like it's still epic in a sense. If it's the moment, if it's the moment, it fits the tone. Hip hop is a good tone for this. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's all about one guy bragging about how awesome he is and being right. There's um. The, the moment when Kasaki takes over the glass blowing because he's mm. so pissed off that people are doing it badly <laughs> that he wants a crack at it. Um, like this this kind of kick and hip hop track comes in that's like, uh, yeah, my team's amazing. Like it's just, it's just kind of like a exultation of the moment itself. Yes. Um, that, that just that fits really well. You know what it reminds me of is uh, that, that track in particular reminds me of the intro to the Boondocks. Yeah, yeah. I am the stone that the builder refused the individual with an inspiration that made ladies sing the blues. It just, and it like it trips off the tongue in that in that um I, I don't know. It's the, poetry. It's 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 poetry 
But it's not poetry in a vacuum. Yeah. It, it is. It synergizes with the thing that they were trying to express. Yeah, it elicits in that emotion. Case, in that case, black solidarity. Mm-hmm. In this case, uh, it's more about, you know, the the ingenuity of the human spirit or what have you. Yeah. And, like, it, it comes across musically, and that's just... That synergy is, is so... It's so essential to those moments of pump up and, you know... L- throw up your hands and get pumped it's, it's like the sports anime it makes you think you can do this <laughs> um I, another great thing about that scene is he uses the gunpowder that he had on him from some other attempts of doing things to hollow out the the you know trunks that he used to make the po- the wheels mm-hmm. and then later he repurposes those wheels into a go-kart to get to the bottom of a mountain they the are, recycling <laughs> the recycling element is so strong every time he's like yeah, we actually have already already have everything you need because we had to do it for these other parts because yeah. that's how science works because <laughs> it pays off when you do the work early because it leads to later inventions and you can reuse you know you don't have to you don't have to reinvent the wheel as it turns out yeah so like it's not merely that that is an element of it but that they point it out when it happens mm-hmm. like the the fact that they are telling you these are the cool things of science and then they're devoting the energy to explaining it. Like, no, we don't have to do that. We already did it back at that point when it was for a totally different purpose because science is cross-discipline and something that you don't think is going to help right now is going to help in this other thing five <laughs> years from now. Yeah, it makes you appreciate that it's all the same process of, like, rigor and testing and discovery and intuition uh, that, that makes you very frustrated when you see somebody like, well, I trust my doctor, but I don't believe in the vaccines. Like, mm-hmm. It's like, okay, but it's the same... We got there the same way. <laughs> the, um... Yeah, it's... The, the other part about the, it... The, this, the, the show just gives me a hope about humanity that I don't get in the real life. Yeah, yeah Which makes it a perfect pandemic watch. And you know what it does is it, like, as, you know, we are two science folk uh, from, you know, academia and, and vocation and otherwise. Um, I don't know how a non-sciencey person would approach this. I feel like they dumb it down to the degree that is necessary without ever quite delving below the the level of the audience yeah like they 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 have multiple actors like multiple audience members within the cast of different proficiencies so they have kohaku and magma who are like i don't understand why rocks are cool but we can go get them for you like, if it helps <laughs> like one... if, if there's tangible <laughs> benefits to this okay i'm on board yeah they have kasaki who's like i like this and i get some of it Tell me more because it's rad. <laughs> and then they have someone I, like... Chrome, uh, who not only understands, okay, w- he made lenses. That can change the light and refocus it. We can use that to, to start a fire if we concentrate the light for a while. Oh, wait, convex versus concave lenses. How do I turn a convex into a concave or, or vice versa? I have to, like, cry into Ins- it to insane. round it. What insane fucking troll logic <laughs> that, that is. That shouldn't work. No, absolutely not. But you not. can see that he gets it yeah, in the, a way that no one else does. Because he's got the intuition. Because yeah. he's a scientist at heart. And, like, one of the most heartwarming moments in that whole lead-up is Senku being like, you know what, Tsukasa is going to fail at some point because no matter if you kill me or anyone else, like, there's <laughs> always going to be some idiot who tries anything just to see what'll happen. And he's, like, yeah. looking at Chrome, and Chrome is just, like, banging rocks together and <laughs> just just experimenting for the fun of it. When he meets Chrome, and, and Chrome's like, I'm the top scientist here. Look at what I can do. I can use a prism to make light. And he's like, okay, I'm, I'm definitely better than you at this. But look at all the legwork you've done. You found magnetite? Let's he's, do this. He's so fucking, <laughs> he's so fucking hyped for, like, like good all job, the- buddy. 
dude, look at all the rocks you have. He's so, he's so game for it. Look at all the rocks you have. Yeah, he loves it. Oh, but like I was saying, there's different levels of audience member, ones who don't get it at all and understand that it's necessary, but don't particularly care about the nuts and bolts. There's those who do care about the nuts and bolts. And then there's one guy who understands that it's an insane thing to suggest that we can pull this off. <laughs> oh, yeah. So again. Yeah. Again, um, who I think is kind of the better audience stand in than almost anyone else. Yeah. Because he, he, because we recognize there you, you can't. This is that's an insane prospect and there's no way you could yeah, pull this he, off he's from the you know the past like taiju is um like tsukasa is mm-hmm. but he doesn't have this incredible faith in senku like he didn't know him beforehand no he's and, a, he's a mentalist which is totally an occupation yeah well he he's like a like a like a tv show psychologist <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's a magician slash you know <laughs> psychologist yeah yeah he, he's 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 telling people i'm sensing he does cold reads so, yeah somebody here um somebody who was turned to stone <laughs> You, your, your father. Oh, no, your uncle, of course. I, it was very masculine energy. Anyway. So, you know, when, when Senku says, like, we're going to build a cell phone, he's like, all right, none of them know what that is, but I do, and you're dumb. How do, how do you think we can do this? Yeah, he just straight up goes, like, this is nonsense, what we're trying to do here. This show is nonsense. I can't believe I'm watching it, <laughs> which is what I feel like when I'm watching it. But it's so useful to have all those different attitudes towards science. Because what we're talking about at the end of the day, what Dr. Stone does is science is cool. You should be hype about it. Here's a bunch of people who were not initially hype for this cause. Mm -hmm. But these are all the reasons that each one of them can kind of be game for it. Whether it's because they like the process itself or whether because they can't imagine how we could have gotten from wooden, you know, spokes and... uh, and 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 coal to uh you know a working water tower or yeah. radio tower or whatever um and then there's also the people who are like i don't really care how it works but it makes my life better and that's kind of magical mm-hmm. that's all awesome like the, the fact that they are speaking to those disparate audiences any one of which could be watching dr stone and they have them all represented in the cast is something so beautiful and it's like such an outreach to be like you don't have to be a scientist to help with science yeah or to like it yeah yeah, and, and it's telling that the antagonists are the people who... It doesn't matter if they understand it because they, they've turned away from it. They say, nothing can ever be better than the way it was back in my day. Dude, <laughs> to talk about like the fact that the philosophical concept of science is now on the table as a political belief system. <laughs> Fuck, man. This show hits hard. It gets it, man. Um, yeah, so it just hits on all, on all uh, cylinders. Uh, is there anything in the show that you think, like was a major misstep i know you didn't like the the flashback stuff as much but i don't i don't think that i think that's just an extraneous plot detail mm-hmm. uh i don't love the character designs for the most part like i i think that the i think the expressions of the characters are good and i like how they don't try to cleave too closely to the standard you know uh stiff backed morons that i see a, a lot of the anime space populating um they do suffer from a lot of colorful pointy haired weirdos yeah. <laughs> so I'm not crazy about that. Where there ought not be any because, you know, there's no shampoo. Right. Um, from Ranma. That's... <laughs> uh, there, there's... Uh, or from a, a book girl. A sentence of a bookworm. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, oh, that's another show that's very similar it's, in It's the... actually, yeah, it's Dr. Stone, but for books. Yeah. <laughs> for... For, a, for unto a library. Which is very engaging for other reasons, and we can get into that some other time. <laughs> if we must... 
I think we must. Okay. It's like, what if we had science and magic? Ooh. Yeah, what if we com- confuse this metaphor? <laughs> uh, is there anything that I straight up dislike to a large degree? I wish it came out faster. That's not really a criticism, though. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it, like my main concern is just the uh, the kind of tired uh, anime protagonist uh, aesthetic. I like Senku's design in isolation, but sure. I've seen a number of him. Um, it's nice that he's not the spunky thief character mm-hmm. that you always start a JRPG with. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nice that he's, like, the skinny nerd who, like, can't do anything on his own. Yeah. That, that is a relief in terms of, like, I know that this character always exists. He's not usually my main character, and that's refreshing. But most of the characters kind of run that gamut of, of those proportions, and the garb is ridiculous. And... <laughs> but that's really most of what I dislike about it. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's not a huge mark against it. Like, I... I'm I'm willing to say that this show is pretty great overall. Yeah, I, I appreciate that it avoided what could have been some really big uh, disasters. So if Senku was more cocky and was like, "I alone can fix this," <laughs> oh. or if he was just like a massive chauvinist, like he's not sexist in yeah. any in any way, shape, or form. Can you be useful to me and to us? That's it. <laughs> I don't care if it's for a science way or a strength way. I don't care where your talents lean. If they had leaned too far in the balance of it's this overarching um, uh, war uh, strife angle or we're only focusing on the science or we're only focusing on this uh, uh, village. They balance the motivations really well. Mm-hmm. And that's something I'm, I'm requiring more and more in my fantasy. Yeah. Is that like we know why we're doing a thing. That's like the, the, the stake in the heart of every D&D game that doesn't work out is that I don't know why I'm there. <laughs> like, they, they give me a good motivation, but don't beat me over the head with it is actually a very difficult line to tread yeah. when you are in it. Yeah. And and here you're constantly reminded of the world's gone. It's up to us. Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I haven't read the manga. I know that it's further along than the anime, um, but I don't know, like, where the plot goes. I, I agree with you. I think they'll probably, you know, finish off the whole war thing and then see where else they can go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know what shape that's going to take. Do you have any, like, how you want it to go? I, I haven't given it any thought, to be honest. I, I kind of want to see what happens once, you know, they build a larger society and it starts having, you know, it's not just one guy with a plan. It's like a bunch of little grievances adding up. Oh, like it becomes more of like a uh, who's the alderman of this village kind of thing? Yeah, sort of a civilization like a feudal, type thing. Like a feudal politic kind of situation. I don't know how you solve that with... Um, with science, you know, like the the problems in, on the stage need to be science solvable. Well, it's not just, like Raman is not a science construct, but he still knows about it and came up with it. So I want to see more of more of that sort of thing where he's just like, "Oh shit, pencils, yeah." I, mean, <laughs> I gotta war- teach people writing. <laughs> warfare isn't really either. Um, science and warfare, I, I think, are pretty uh, more linked than I'd like. In a way but that inextricably in history. In in a way that cooking and science aren't. Uh yeah. Hmm. Maybe there's there's maybe an argument to be made there. I just think that uh, he only has the one tool in his toolbox, and that is science. Um, as long as the problem that comes up could conceivably be mitigated at least by science, I will have a good time. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not about working around the people. It's about if there was another thing here, that would do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like maybe there's like something on the space station. There's data on us on the orbiting space station that they picked up right before the world went to shit, and they need to like figure out how to go to space. That oh. would be a really nice thing for his uh, his whole arc. Yeah, because he he's very like I want to go to space. Not when I'm an adult and become an astronaut. 
as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah, right now. Right the fuck now. Right now, because it's awesome and it's science and I, I can die happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more or less. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that would be the way I would want to see it. As long as the problems crop up that can conceivably be resolved with science, while at the same time there is like... I do think that it is more fun when there's political pressure mm-hmm. because you get that theme of you have to sell people on science. You have to convince them that it's worth doing. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's always going to be an element that speaks to me as somebody who is frustrated with the current anti-science uh, trend in at least American society and politics. Yeah. Um, you know, to say nothing of the rest of the world. Uh, yeah, what are, some, what are some, like, major highlights in terms of, like, uh, what, is, what are the best parts of this, would you say? Or, or did you have any grievances that you wanted to... I, I love... Air? So, um, those... I love the construction of those blueprints where he's like, here's where we are, here's where we need to get. They here always the call things, it roadmap. I love it. Here are the things that we need along the way. And the the, the slingshotting nature that reinforces the nature of scientific uh, advancement where, okay, we need to spend a lot of time just getting our supplies, getting our base materials. I need these rocks. I need this much energy stored in the batteries. I need this much manpower producing heat of this much temperature. Once you have all the starting points, putting them together is super fast. Yeah. Like, yeah, so we combine that, that, and that, and bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, I just gotta <laughs> do some chemistry magic and we're done by tomorrow. We got speakers, baby. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I mean, like, that's all, that's all, like, a very cathartic, we made it kind of moment. Mm-hmm. Like, the hard parts were the getting there. Now that we actually have all the pieces, science is super easy. <laughs> it's just a matter of, like, getting the components together. Yeah, there, there's parts that I don't like as much where, like, I'm I'm made to believe that Senku memorized a formula for heat transfer and can do all the calculations in his head using just guesstimations. Yeah, I mean, like, the notion that he has cross-disciplinary mastery of science at a age like that is insane to me. I don't want him to be a genius. I want him to be extremely well-read and, and like, uh, conscientious. I think that's his own self-conception. Like, I think he even says at one point, none of us are even geniuses. Like, I mean, he's clearly a genius. Yeah. I, I would... I'm trying to hand wave that with all the power in my wrist because, like, I don't, um, I don't want to dislike him for any reason. But if there was one, it'd be that he is an unbelievable, unbelievably competent protagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they balance it nicely by showing that he can't do any of it without help. Yes. <laughs> one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite uh, segments was him going through the arduous process of getting a stone knife and getting uh, a rope. Mm-hmm. and getting clothing and shelter like the extremely basic stuff and he has fucking trouble with it <laughs> yeah you know it's, all, all it's the heat transference rates do don't help him at all yeah. in, in those cases i mean the same way it wouldn't help any of us if we were sent back into the past and it's like i know all of chemistry but i don't know what they called it in the middle ages no I I, i'd probably just weep in a cave and like eat you know termites or something oh yeah i mean that'd you gotta the, get that that'd, protein that'd be the go-to here's but, a fun question well hold on oh yeah yeah, yeah um, uh, regarding that, um, I, I remember reading an article about uh, stone tools and like how to make an effective stone knife by cracking a rock against other rocks in a very particular way. With like glancing blows to shear it off, yeah. Yeah, and like it's complicated. It's, <laughs> it's hard to do it. You have you remember that like physiologically these cavemen are the same as us like you know there's a malnutrition aspect but their brain's basically the same right <laughs> somebody working at this for 20 years would have figured it out yeah 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 it's uh, so cool it, it is cool um and it like really speaks to the whole yeah we might have like a uh, modern knowledge but when we reset 
to that point, if we don't have any practical applications experience in this very specific thing, it's going to it's gonna give us some trouble. Yeah. I don't know. There, there's, there's aspects of science and like things that we learn that I just feel a great sense of unity with the human race. Like when I learned how uh, various metabolic processes work, I'm like, these work in everybody. Everybody mm-hmm. of every different culture and nation and, and, and ability, it's working for everybody. And they, and for cavemen, it worked. And nobody, most people don't even know that it worked, but it does. And that's great. That's how I feel about <laughs> calculus. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just uh, this is something that binds us all together. Yeah, like, even if we all die, like, the, the, the curves are still there. This is here. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, 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 the acceleration is always the, uh, you know, the... The, t- the integral of what is this acceleration? <laughs> the, the, I don't. It, like it's been a while since I've been in classes, so I don't have the rhetoric yeah, DVDT. anymore. DVDT. DVDT is uh, yes, that is that is that is correct. It's been a while. Yeah, I, it's been a while since I've used direct notation like that. <laughs> like it's usually just uh, uh, integral. Yeah, integrals and stuff. But um, yeah, like when those when those concepts hit, like evolution or like physics in in those broad ways, it is it is a unifying thing that we can all kind of celebrate our our common humanity of, of being part of it, and that mm-hmm. that's that's the that's the that's the string that this show tries to pull. Um, my favorite parts of it are definitely like the localization. I think is ex- I don't think I'd have nearly as strong of, as, of a connection to this show if the dub wasn't so good. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Did you have that? Because you first watched in the sub. When you came to the dub, was that, like, emergent enjoyment for you? Or was it pretty much, oh, that was, this is the same story, but, like, some of these bits are cool? You know, you know it's been a couple years since I first watched it. But it, um, you know, because I, I watched it as it was coming out, and now I'm just watching it for the, for the second season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, first episode hit, I heard all the voices, and I'm like, yep, that's right. <laughs> yep, they nailed it. Yep. And then the localization where, you know, they're, they're, uh, this one guy talks in pig Latin sometimes, I'm like, well, that's annoying, but it's believable. All right. Yeah. It's fine. If a character had to do it, it's this one. It's this asshole. It's this asshole. Yeah. Uh, the pig Latin is annoying. Everything else I think is great. I love the way that characters express themselves and like the dubs of, just like the idioms, like what are you nuts? <laughs> like that's bad. I like uh, the the fact that he's constantly talking, breaking out Michael Jacksonisms. It's just a uh, it's it's just a cute localization trick to get me on their side. Yeah, <laughs> works every time. <laughs> works every fucking time, Zane. Uh, here's a fun question: You are in a Doctor Stone world. A Sengu comes up. What is your role? <laughs> Oh, like, what is my function? Yeah, what's your function in the burgeoning kingdom of science? Um, I suppose that I would be the chemist, right? Because, you know, if if he could tell me what everything is chemically, I can probably figure out how to get to a particular chemical mm-hmm. if I had to, and I would have, like, um, experience of doing it. You know, I, I've often thought of, like, okay, if I'm stranded on a desert island with this friend group, what do, what do we all do? What are all of our functions? Mm-hmm. And I always end up as either, like, just kind of a, a, a generalist or like management, which you know is, is kind of fine, I guess. <laughs> if, if you got to pick one, which, whichever one doesn't got to go hunt fish. You know, if I'm the one planning things, then I guess I'm going to be in, in charge. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah read, read Tunnel in the Sky again because that's that's kind of. I never read it. Like I think the we'll read it again. Okay, which you have to read it once. And yeah, then you have to read it. again. So don't come to you after I read it the first time. Yeah, I actually also have a copy in German if you're interested. I'm not. No. <laughs> <laughs> How fun! <laughs> what a fun conversation this is. I would probably be a Kosaki. 
Yeah. Yeah. The the notion of like working with my hands and not really understanding the total nitty gritty to it, the the whole trial and error aspect. I feel like I could get pretty. My fingers are pretty nimble. I feel like I'd be a pretty good craftsman if that ended up being my vocation in the post apocalypse. Not me. I'll go into the cave and grab some rocks. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, I almost see you as a chrome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just someone who like gathers the raw materials for science, but doesn't actually like like leaves it to others to kind of. Yeah, like, I, I, like... Put the know, things in the places where they need to be. I don't know what the different mushrooms do, but I can tell them apart pretty good. <laughs> like, I can break something down into, into its components. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, you know, it'd be fun if it weren't so horrible, if, if you know, caveman life wasn't if, awful if you weren't, and short. Yeah, if you weren't constantly dying from, like, polio and tuberculosis or whatever. Yeah, yeah, which, which is where Dr. Stone gets its name. It, it's just soap. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cute. It, it is very cute. I feel like that's, like, um... That's something lost in the translation because the fact that it's named the the whole show is named Doctor Stone and it comes up all of once and it's an incredibly forced bit of dialogue. Yeah, it feels like they really it's were like, reaching for it's it. It's like no, he's in a stone world and whatever he's the got highest, the equivalent of a doctor. Yeah, yeah, whatever the highest degree of, of learning is in this civilization, he's got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a. It's very th- memorable. It, like it sticks with you. It's it's just so unifying and wholesome. Mm-hmm. Like he's got nicknames for everyone. Like Great Detective Suika. <laughs> I find that really cute. Yeah, it's encouraging. He understands how people work. He's Old like, man Kosaki. Like it's it's so familial. It's so familiar. Mm-hmm. You know, he he cherishes these people as his workforce, not as individuals. Certainly. No. Oh, yeah. Um, but what'd he, you do for me today? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I I love it. Yeah, uh, it's fantastic. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to watching the rest of season two, which we haven't really gotten into, nor will we, at least not right now. Um, Do we have anything else to say? No, I don't think so. What are some other shows that kind of hit a similar beat? There's there's uh, a sentence of a bookworm, mm-hmm. right down to the like. Okay, she's not just solving problems now. Now she's management, and if you don't work, then you don't eat. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, other stuff like this. Because I think this is kind of a subgenre of manga, yeah. but it's it's just something that hasn't kind of caught wildfire in the States yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I hope that it does. The, the problem-solver genre? Yes, the problem-solver genre. I guess, like, other elements of the... There's one much more smarter person in the room and many other people who support them. I can imagine that there's, like, a good number of those yeah, but, shows. But, but this is, you know, this feels like it comes out of, um, you know, a My Hero Academia or a um, or, or a sports anime more so than, like, a Detective Conan. Well, I was thinking... Which is a problem-solving one person smarter than everyone anime. I was actually thinking Star Trek oh. for, for a lot of this. Yeah. Or Battlestar Galactica. Like, the very uh, specialized workforce for different problem solving etiquette. And they have a big problem that they're trying to solve or stay alive from. And, uh, they're uncovering bits of how to solve the problem. Um, but everybody is relied on at some point, at some point there is a world ending crisis and only the chief engineer can save us. Mm -hmm. Uh, or, or like a global frequency, which is a graphic novel that I've referenced many times, which is just like this network of experts throughout the world that all chip in when there is like a apocalypse brewing. I haven't seen Lost, but I assume it's like this. Uh, I think if you like, uh, uh, like what's, (laughs) what's the point of even dunking on Lost at this point? (laughs) Do we have any, uh, closing thoughts? No. Go watch it. It's good. Oh, I heard that they're coming out with a with a video game based on it. I, I believe that. 
Uh, I think it might be Japan only, but it's like, you know, crafting and like build your civilization. In I was going to say, uh, there is a lot of like crafting stuff. Yeah, you uh, mentioned Minecraft, uh, Subnautica, mm-hmm. any, any of that genre that's very Fuck, even Alchemy, forward. man. Oh, yeah, Alchemy. Yeah. That old little mobile game? Yeah. I remember that thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but there's, there's, a, there's a, an excitement of discovery about it. Mm-hmm. How can we use the things around us to make new things? Yeah. Uh, when they say, like, I love the elements of Dr. Stone where they're like, uh, you know, we don't have the raw materials for glass, but uh, this stuff is actually, you know, this will tell us where to ma- get the raw materials for glass. Let's go on a fucking mining field trip. And everyone's like, this is fucking fun. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. Uh, something that we brought up a long time ago, I just, I'm padding for content now. Yeah. But something that we continuously bring up is that kids tend to like science. Oh, sure. You know, this is this was brought up in, in multiple different avenues, I think. Uh, I remember us talking about how old comics with like donald duck cartoons or something they they like donald duck like made oh, a yeah, uh yeah made some sort of scientific way to raise a sunken vessel yeah by, filling like, it with ping pong balls that's fucking amazing <laughs> that's super good and like it, it's something that kids enjoy you know like yeah. kids enjoy like um maybe not like the all the minutiae of aerodynamics but they like the way that flying a kite is like an expression of something that we can't do, but for the advent of this technology, mm-hmm. like there's there's a there's a a feeling of mastery over one's universe that comes from that. I would be interested to see a kids show that was balanced like this. Oh, oh, like uh, like Dino Trucks, not like Dino Trucks. <laughs> I don't want Dino Trucks, but I do. I do like wonder what what a what a more kid friendly version of this show would. Oh, be. like uh, like a Bob the Builder. Not not that far, Kitty. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but like, like more uh, Hey Arnold level. Yeah, in terms of the societal manipulation. <laughs> in, in, in terms of fucking crazy character models. <laughs> That's true. And also uh, Pigeon Man. Every society needs a Pigeon Man. Change my mind. If you're not the Pigeon Man, you're the Pigeon. <laughs> it's that great old poker expression. <laughs> Every group has a Pigeon Man, and if yours doesn't, it's you. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, I suppose we're done. Yeah, I, I think that's the signal. <laughs> that's that that's the that's the button. Yep. Uh, if you like us, go to our Facebook page. Go to cartoncast.com slash uh, uh, fancybat.com slash cartoncast if you want to check out more shows, uh, both uh, shows that we are on. Um, if you want to check out a new project of mine with uh, Gary of the... Um, Wax Nostalgic. Of the Wax Nostalgic Network. Uh, we are both doing a podcast about the old Justice League cartoon called The Watchtower. Mm-hmm. It is a lot of fun uh, to record. I don't know how to listen to. I like it. Thank you. But I am biased. Yeah, you're pretty biased. And if you have trouble uh, accessing the internet, you're gonna for, first you're going to have to build a computer. Okay, so we need a magnetite. Do you got a pen? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Write this down. It's like a grocery list, but for rocks. Okay, so we need, we, okay, we need lodestone for sure. <laughs> 10 grams, 10, 10, 10 grams silicon, 4 grams salt, 5, five milligrams saltpeter, <laughs> and other trace elements that make up, whatever the fucking line is from Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, I was trying to remember. I can't remember it either. Put it in as the outro. I don't give a shit anymore. That's fine. Uh, yeah, but uh, I'm not sure what else we're going to do next, but... Uh, but get excited. Right now, you need to get them with the lights down.